Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Stephen Colbert here to tell you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast for The Late Show with my producer, Becca. Uh, Becca, how long have you been producing this podcast? I've been producing this podcast for two years now. And your favorite thing about it? The extended moments, for sure. Right, because sometimes I'll interview like a big star for 25 minutes. We can only put like 14 minutes on air. Where can people get that? On The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert, wherever you get your podcasts. And who produces that? Uh, I, I help out. It's a team effort. You're listening to Comedy Central. From New York City, the only city in America, it's the show that invented news. This is The Daily Show with your host, Hassan Minhaj. It's night three for me behind the desk, and I gotta say, it's been so great this week catching up with old friends and also Ronnie Chang. (laughs) But we've got a great show for you tonight, so let's get into headlines. Let's start off with McDonald's, the only thing that's invaded more countries than America. Some McDonald's franchisees are pushing back against a new corporate ad campaign called Famous Orders, which lets famous people like Cardi B create new menu items. Some restaurant owners worry the Cardi B promotion is not compatible with McDonald's decades-long history as a family-friendly restaurant. One uh, franchisee in uh, San Jose who's participating said, you know, the fact that we can't talk about the song that we're objecting to because we can't use the title... Says something. Says something. Whoa, hold on. Do these guys have a problem with WAP? Because you know every burger comes with wet-ass pickles. This is a normal thing. Don't take the moral high ground. Not to mention, Mickey D's, one of your mascots is a burglar, and the other one is a purple butt plug. And you're worried about Cardi B? All right. Let's move on to our big story tonight. The train derailment in East Palestine. Yeah, sad. Very sad. But today, a bipartisan group of senators introduced safety legislation to, you know, actually try to solve the problem, which is so refreshing because for the past three weeks, all we've heard is pundits and politicians playing the blame game. But where's President Biden? Instead of going to Ohio, President Biden is heading home to Delaware to relax after his big Ukraine trip. We're here because of all of the deregulation of the train industry uh, during the Trump administration. Joe Biden will probably never visit. You know, he doesn't seem to care what's happening in Ohio. Pete Buttigieg is a disgrace. It was him. It was Donald Trump and his administration. I, I think the people in East Palestine, Ohio, should put Ukraine 
uh, flags in their yard and maybe Biden would pay attention. Okay, all of you shut up, wait. This feels like watching your parents fight in the kitchen and they're both being idiots for different reasons. <laughs> listen, Republicans, listen to me. You guys love deregulation, but suddenly you now care about rail safety? A little ironic. Also, you really think Joe Biden taking a tragedy selfie would make the situation any better? <laughs> Democrats, listen to me. As of now, March 1st, there is zero indication that Trump's policies caused this whole derailment. So you cannot touchdown dance. But also, what the f are you guys doing? How do you fumble the optics game every time? Why didn't you send Joe Biden to take a tragedy selfie? Even a moron like Donald Trump managed to do it. Trump pulled up to McDonald's and started handing out hats and Happy Meals. Democrats, you waited three weeks and you sent Pete Buttigieg dressed like Bob the Builder? He's the 12th man on your depth chart. Send Kamala. What the f is Kamala doing? We wanna see her. Just, just for proof of life. Kamala, take an Instagram reel of you feeding an Appalachian kid, okay? Easy. Now here's the real issue. Nobody should be trying to win a train derailment, okay? We had about five seconds of empathy before this whole thing turned into another partisan prize fight. It's almost like everyone in politics and the media said, hey, how will people have empathy if we don't tell them who to blame? You know, you don't always have to find a villain because the truth is much like me. It's not always black and white. <laughs> For more on the partisan fallout from train derailment, let's turn to Dulce Sloan. Dulce! <laughs> Listen. Hi! Hi. Dulce. Dulce Sloan. They love you. Stop losing. Hi, friend. Yeah. But don't you think the whole blame game is just terrible? Actually, I don't think it's gone far enough. <laughs> There's a lot more blame to go around. People are blaming Democrats and Republicans, but we're not blaming the real villain. You're so right. It's our own inability to empathize. No, with dumb, dumb. <laughs> we gotta blame these trains. Wait, what? Thomas and the rest of them mother Thomas the we don't need him. Listen, a train is just a bus that goes less places. <laughs> and it don't even look good. It's just a bunch of little cars sniffing each other's butts. That is a horrifying image. Absolutely is. But you can't just blame trains as a whole. Yes, I can. I also blame the inventor, British engineer George Stevenson. You think you can get away with this? Oh, Inventing the locomotive in 1804? No, sir! Okay? We are digging your ass up and kicking it all over the cemetery, all right? Revenge for Ohio! Oh, Revenge! Don't say you are reaching here to find anyone to blame. Oh, you get it awfully defensive, <laughs> Hassan. No, I'm not. Maybe you had something to do with this. Where were you when the derailment happened, Mr. Minhaj? 
I was doing comedy. <laughs> doing comedy. Uh-huh. You were somewhere making people laugh with the ha-has and the joke jokes? Hmm. Can you believe this man? <laughs> he was making jokes at a time of national tragedy. How dare you? <laughs> Is that why you came here? Hassanubishai. What? what? Listen, I want everybody to oh acknowledge that this brown man. Oh, my God. This Muslim man, this brown Muslim man. Oh, my God. Is responsible for that drain jumping off the tracks like a no, hot potato. I know I yes. Know. yes, he is. Everyone, boo Hassan. Come on. What is going? No, no, no. What, the, what are you doing? Stop it. Did you DM Ronnie? Stop it. Stop. Stop. Of course, this is you're doing this. You're doing this right now. Yes. You're getting everybody worked up. This yes. is how the whole thing works. Yes. The media machine. You're smelling blood, and you're getting them to pounce on me. Boo. Yeah. Why are you doing this? Because. Blaming feels great. <laughs> it's the best way to solve any problem. See, when you blame someone, you don't have to take any action. There's no need to reflect. You simply ask the question, who's responsible? <laughs> Whose fault is this? And it doesn't matter who it is because the important thing is, it ain't me. <laughs> Apologize. Don't you want Hassan to apologize? For... <laughs> apologize okay, to the good okay. people, the American people, about derailing a train in Ohio. Okay, America, I'm sorry for mm-hmm. being responsible for the train derailment in East Palestine. <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it felt forced. It, felt it was forced. forced. And that's the problem because you, you need to take responsibility. Okay. You know what? Thank you so much, Dulce. Fine. I take responsibility. All right. When we come back, I'm going to finally solve my Twitter addiction, so don't go away. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, tonight, I uh, want to share something that's been on my mind. Um, let me ask you guys a question. Who here is on Twitter? Okay, I, uh, that's too many people. The guy, the guy, the guy who said no, that's a, that's a normal person right there. I trust you. Now, by now, you probably know Elon Musk recently bought Twitter for $44 billion. Yeah, and since Elon's takeover, all I see on Twitter is, Twitter sucks. We should leave Twitter. Elon ruined Twitter. But here's the thing, guys. 
Elon didn't make Twitter terrible. Twitter has been terrible for years. Because of us! Nah, you can't dunk on Elon, it's us. Twitter is the shittiest platform on planet Earth. It's worse than Tinder, and Tinder gives you genital herpes, okay? But as bad as it gets, no one ever leaves. Oh, but hold on. I can't leave Twitter. It's the digital town square. No, it's not. Twitter is not a town square. It's Times Square. Have you been to Times Square? It's f***ing terrifying. You got the M&M store, Mexican Elmo, a guy masturbating, ads for DraftKings.com. I'm like, can someone just stab me in the eye and take me out of this hell? Oh, but Hussein, we have to be a part of the discourse. This is a place for discourse. Fine. Let's talk about the discourse. Has Twitter ever changed anyone's mind on anything? Is someone like, you know, I used to think canceling student debt was a bad idea, but it makes, it makes a lot more sense with hand clap emojis. <laughs> oh, 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 you think we're gonna convince Florida's government to stop banning books with a thread? Here's a thread. They've already made it pretty clear. They're not big on reading. But Hassan, Hassan, no, no, I can't leave Twitter. Everybody's on Twitter. No, they're not. Only a small minority of dorks even use Twitter. Yeah, by the way, by the way, and only 10% of those dorks create 80% of the content. It's a minority of a minority. There are more country music stars named Luke than people who tweet. It just feels like everyone's on it because the news media is on it. So journalists see three people tweet about something and they're like, everybody's talking about this. Who the f is everybody? Ballsack 79 is everybody? But they go, quote tweet, quote tweet, quote tweet, of uh, this. Of uh, this, of uh, this, but this was nothing. This was not discourse. This was three people. Okay, now, now, to the people that gave it up, that were like, I use Twitter. I will give you this. I'll give you this. Twitter has been helpful for boosting the Me Too movement and spotlighting police brutality, but it has to be used in dire circumstances. That should be the captcha for Twitter. When you log in, it shouldn't ask you to pick three stoplights. It should ask you, are you reporting a natural disaster? An authoritarian government? Whistleblowing? Harassment by the police? Or are you defending Beyonce? Then, and only then, should you get to tweet. Outside of that, what the f is the upside of anyone tweeting? Why should I tweet? Why should you tweet? Think of the process. You share your opinion, you argue with people, and then potentially lose your job. <laughs> That's if you're a civilian or a celebrity. It's a platform with no dialogue, no grace, no forgiveness. It's all ISIS beheadings and clout. <laughs> and the only thing worse than Twitter's features are its users.
Not the lurkers. Lurkers were normal. I'm talking about the power users flooding your timeline. The amount these psychos tweet is on another level. George Takai has tweeted 103,000 times since he joined. That comes out to 23 tweets a day. George, you can have opinions, but I shouldn't be able to set my watch to them. Dude, Mike Cernovich has tweeted 200,000 times. That's 48 tweets a day. How the f do you have that many opinions? I'm a guy and I only have two opinions. I love the Sacramento Kings and real talk, Chipotle has kind of fallen off. That's it. Wajahat Ali, he's a friend of mine and a writer for the New York Times, brag. Waj has tweeted 185,200 times, Waj. I have a message from your family. We miss you, dad. Look up. I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. Put the crack pipe down and leave Twitter like you said you would. What happened to the mass exodus when Elon took over? I thought all you guys were going to Twitter Canada. Mastodon, find me on Mastodon. You can catch me on Mastodon, you cowards. And for the people who still think it has value, you're wrong. You know this deep down, you feel it here. You bitch about Elon all the time, but you won't quit. You don't even have the willpower to live up to your own values. You don't give a about your values. You don't give a You care more about your brand than progress. You don't wanna write on Twitter. You want to write on Succession, but you're not talented enough to write for Succession, and neither am I. I want out of the media grip. Do you understand? I want my mind back. I hate this place. I hate Twitter. I want out. I want out. Give me my mind back. Free my mind from Yashar Ali's tweets, please. Help. Oh, what am I doing? What am I doing? My daughter's here. What am I doing? Oh my God. I'm the living embodiment of Twitter. I'm judging other people without changing anything about myself. Let me channel the fake Gandhi quote I saw on Twitter. Maybe I need to be the change I wish to see in the world. I'm leaving Twitter. I'm leaving Twitter. I'm leaving this hellscape right now. Let's do this right now. You think I'm, I'm doing this? This is real. This is real. And just like everybody on Twitter, I'm making a long, annoying announcement about it right here. You got that? Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Let's get the out of here. Deactivate. Yes, deactivate. Goodbye. I'm gone. I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> so what do I do now?
I guess I can actually go to the town square and meet people <laughs> in real life. Hang out with my wife, kiss my children, you know, touch grass. <laughs> it's a big world out there, and I want to live in it. We had a fun ride, trolls and bad faith actors. Oh, and by the way, if you hate this on Twitter, I could give a because I'm not there. Join me in the real world. And hey, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. tonight explore more shows from the daily show podcast universe by searching the daily show wherever you get your podcasts watch the daily show weeknights at 11 10 central on comedy central and stream full episodes anytime on paramount plus this has been a comedy central podcast survivor 46 is here and so is on fire the only official survivor podcast and we have a twist this season the winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.